1: Thanks very much for tuning into this week's episode of Huddles and Stout. Delighted to be joined by Rocky. We both hope you've all had a fantastic Christmas period, if that's a, a holiday you choose to celebrate. If not, I hope you've enjoyed the football in what was week 16, um, as you join us on episode 20 as we look ahead to week 17. But how are you, right? I'm good, good, Sasquatch.
2: Still, uh, just about recovering. I'm pretty exhausted from doing nothing for the past week straight, nearly. Um, and we were obviously yeah. bold little boys. Our uh, Santo couldn't give us a win.
1: No. Um, potentially a moral victory, maybe. Um, sticking with the Cowboys without our QB one. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I'll take it. I take it. I will. I would have taken it um, pre kickoff I thought till we could down in Dallas and um, get our backs his hands it was but look uh, I'm very happy with the performance anyway so yeah but without much I suppose further ado as the fella says when we get in to the week 16 recap
0: week 16 recap
1: No. so as always wouldn't be a week 16 recap. with a little Sasquatch stat to kick mm. us off. So so it's a fixture we, we typically overlook is usually Thursday night football. Um, so I said I, I pull my stat from this fixture. Um, not a fantastic fixture. Obviously the, the, the Jags bet the Jets 19 points to 13. And the, the Jags pretty much in playoff contention. But total yards on Thursday. Trevor Lawrence 280. The Jets 227 we finally seeing the prince who was promised? Um, that's something we can maybe get to later on. Nice, uh, but nice I do Game of
2: Thrones reference. Very nice.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah, I've had a bit of bit of time to chew on this week's <laughs> yeah. uh, podcast as opposed to the typical rushing from work and uh, trying to get it out. Not that we cut any corners; we're ultra professional as a bunch of amateurs. But uh, yeah, <laughs> look the. Uh, the Week 16 results, So obviously, as mentioned, the Jags overcame the Jets, 19 points to 3. The Ravens overcame the Falcons, 17 points to 9. Detroit came unstuck to the Panthers, it's predicted by myself, uh, 37 points to Lovely. 23. Bills are victorious over the Bears, 35 points to 13. In a drab affair, the Saints overcame the Browns, 17 points to 10. Predictably, the Chiefs overcame the Seahawks, 24 points to 10 the vikings won another one score game 27 points to 24 over the giants since he had to dig deep to beat the patriots 22 points to 18. probably the shock of the round the texans overcame the titans 19 points to 14. the 49ers overcame the commanders those pesky commies 37 points to 20. the cowboys took bragging rights in the nfc east 40 points to 34. Pittsburgh overcame the Raiders 13 points to 10. And then on the Christmas Day set of fixtures, Green Bay Packers defeated the Dolphins 26 points to 20. The Rams... Walloped. Brought to an end end Hackett's tenure uh, with a resounding 51 points to 14 victory. And Tom squeezed out another one, 19 points to 16 against the Cardinals. And finally... um, No more big Richard Nicholas, I think Uh, it's fair Mm. to say. The Chargers overcame the Colts 20 points to three on what was Monday night football. But I suppose that is the results from Around the Ground or the Week 16 recap. Next up, as per usual, it's the main segment. It is five and goal.
0: Five and goal. No.
1: So as always, it's it's always nice to just mention. Look, we, we do have an affiliate sponsor. It is USA Sports. uk. We we're we're always cognizant to to leave the the link in the description for you guys, um, should you choose to utilise it, um. And I'll say no more because at this stage you know what it is. But now five and goal. Um, unfortunately for the the fan listening at home, it is myself to take the lead. So no,
2: you do. Think, you do uh, a stellar job.
1: Yeah, I just think it's a lot of talking from me in one block. It's, ah. it's, we're, we're five five minutes in. They're like, "Oh my god, I want to hear Rocky." And no, you've got a
2: voice like um, smoking wine, smooth butter, silk on a okay. ashen okay. oak table.
1: I'll take it. I'll take it. It's it's a uh, it's one of the more bizarre compliments I've ever received, but uh, I'll take it nonetheless. Um yeah, so to get to get us going, and it's probably not a topic you really want to talk about, mm. but I just I just think it's becoming an interesting talking point, uh, for different reasons. So the Browns made a deal with the devil this offseason. But a month into Deshaun Watson's Browns career, Cleveland has to be wondering, is he gonna uphold the football end of their morally disastrous bargain? What does Rocky think? Hmm.
2: Let me uh, just put the disclaimer out there that uh, due to the tumultuous week of chocolate and drinking beer for the first time in forever, t- today is the first time I'm 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 looking at your points, Sasquatch. So I'm gonna have to give you an answer off the cuff. Um, okay. The moral end of the the arrangement is well, is well, not in well, question.
1: What well, park and morals? We're parking morals. We, we we've been very clear where we stand morally on the on the move. I'm
2: I'm just going to acknowledge the fact that there is no there's no debate there. That that is that is a lost cause. You really would have liked Cleveland to pull off a win against uh, the Saints. The Saints who have uh, exemplified
1: who have our draft pick. <laughs> say that again. The Saints, who 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 hold the keys to our drafting. Yes, yeah. Well,
2: it would have been nice for that in in that perspective. But even just from um, a fan of the Cleveland Browns prior to this to this year, um, this is a game I would have expected Jacoby Brissett to go in and be favored and to win. And now Deshaun Watson, who's got a fully guaranteed two hundred plus million dollar contract. And I know he's 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 had the rust, and he's maybe looked a bit progressively better week after week. But this is a team he sh- they should have been able to um to to take advantage of. If you're like me, Sasquatch, you had your little um, Fahrenheit to to Celsius converter on because that's all anybody was talking about on the broadcast. Uh, maybe the cold conditions, I think it was one of the coldest games on the slate maybe the cold conditions mm. didn't lend to him having a decent passing performance, but even still like, you know form your game plan around Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt and we all know Deshaun Watson is athletic enough that he could have taken on designed QB runs, he hasn't played much this year, yeah. you're not particularly worried about, I think they were they've only just been eliminated from playoff contention with this loss but they couldn't have been optimistic about getting to the playoffs much less progressing far into them i would have pulled out all the stops with quarterback runs using the full tools at Deshaun watson's expense and ah i don't know stefanski was coach of the year and whatever year he was hired 2019
1: yeah yeah maybe 2020
2: uh, yeah. and he's yeah. uh, he's been very lackluster since Um. yeah I think we'll need to wait and see what Deshaun Watson looks like next year after a full off season and you know a training camp but at the moment the results
1: are not hope it's the performance he doesn't he doesn't look out like himself no he doesn't um, he I looks had.
2: like what we expected Geno Smith to be
1: comparison. comparison, um, yeah, like I suppose the the, the buzz did go. Um, I think it is a topic that is enough time passes and the talking point is not the off-field discussion. I think we could find ourselves asking the question: Who got the worst deal, the Broncos or the Browns?
2: It's a point I think we will be revisiting not just uh, not just for to examine the the uh, the play of the Sean Watson. I'm not gonna. Pu- Put anything past or rule out any more off off-field issues arising. But Mm -hmm. even if you look at his contract, that contract is gonna uh, set a precedent. And you've got some big-time quarterbacks who's gonna be looking for contracts soon. Namely, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts is eligible at the end of the season, and a fully guaranteed. I think it was 230 million a year or not a year. Mm -hmm. 230 million fully guaranteed contract is. Going to have a domino effect on quarterback contracts going forward, I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely, especially ones who haven't caused off-field issues.
2: Yes, yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether anyway, that inflated the value of his contract or no. But anyway, mm. moving on to um, a happier fixture. Not for not for us. I don't but know about that. The fight before <laughs> Christmas. The Eagles fall to Dallas, keeping Dallas's hopes alive. For the division title, let's draw some conclusions for this game. You said it was a moral victory, perhaps for for the Eagles, the good guys.
1: Yeah, because be, because I'd I'd say we were closer to upsetting Dallas than Dallas was with their QB two. We played. Them I think so. A number a number of weeks ago, I think had Jalen Hurts been under center. I'm. I i do not think it's a massive stretch to say we would have won that game. Um, Look,
2: it's it's impossible really to discuss this without our bias creeping in, um, mm. dictating. Yeah. Jalen Hurts says he's thrown some of the fewest interceptions this year. He'd thrown three prior to the the Chicago game. I think it was the Chicago game, um, and then he threw two on that day. Five all year. I don't see him throwing those interceptions. I know you might have argue, you might argue that they were on Quez Watkins. He was weak at the weak at the catch point and um he essentially had the ball wrestled away from him. Um even the the fumbles one of them was on a handoff to Boston Scott. I don't see I don't see that happening with Jalen Hurts. Um
1: No like a a fumble, same with the Sanders one as well. Uh that's timing between a running back and a quarterback and when he's not the QB1 those tend to happen yeah um, and it's it's
2: it's even different since um, if you look at the, the difference in stature of Minshew and Hurts the, the quarterbacks they're handing it off at different heights um, it's as you say the chemistry the synchronicity it's it's all of that that's a big yeah. word I had to had to breathe in before I said it, but yeah, I think um, I think Philly are a cleaner team if Jalen hurts plays. Um, yeah,
1: I, I, I'm, without being biased, I'm confident this could come back and bite me, but I'm I'm confident facing Dallas at home in the playoffs. I'm not
2: as I'm not nearly as scared of it anymore. the The only concern with me mm. is the injuries that came out of this game. Mm. Lane Johnson. Um, He has an abdominal injury. Now, reports came out earlier today that he's going to play through it. He's going to rehab over the next couple of weeks and he's going to come back and play in the playoffs. The alternative was surgery, which would have ended his his year. So, Mm. he might have three weeks rest if the Eagles can secure that Mm. first round by Avante Maddox. um, I think he suffered a pretty bad toe injury and the, the results were noticeable when he went out and Josiah Scott sort of took over his role, um. And obviously, big boy Jordan Davis went out early as well. And look, mm. the Avante Maddox and Jordan Davis injury happened early, so I was happy that Philly could still contend down two important pieces. I don't. I I want to touch in on yeah. Dallas as well. Dallas obviously, um, won the game. Props to them. I think their defense has definitely slipped I know they've been accumulating injuries as the season had gone on but 30 points would have been you know why this this would have been unremarkable earlier in the season and now Philly are getting no mention for putting 30 points on them with a backup quarterback mm. Um, mm.
1: yeah um, I thought look obviously he made the divisive the, the plays at the end again second game in a row against the Eagles Micah Parsons was at points and at oh points. he was he, he made crucial plays at the end after Lane ball. Johnson
2: was um, yeah taken out of the game
1: and that's why you'd be worried with Lane is um, he went off injured against the commanders uh, and that probably is why he is a, he, he, he will he'll go to Canton and um, it that way.
2: Yeah, I've given up a second and come a number of seasons now. Props yeah. to Dak. I, I don't, I do like Dak, um, but he, I think he was 13 of 13 or, or some similar stat against zone defense. He was 100% completion rate. I, another concern might be the Eagles' defensive coaching or play calling when they're playing a, a good offense, and um, we saw it mm-hmm. versus Green Bay as well um and obviously earlier in the season once or twice but uh, against the lions but i think they were ironed out but we just we saw it rear its head that would be another concern i would have going into the playoffs um mm. overall i think dallas are obviously happy they've taken the first step that they needed to take to take the division mm. i can't really take anything away from them but I am encouraged by this Philly loss.
1: Mm. If they, yeah, yeah, um, I, I still don't believe they'll, they touch wood and all that. But I still don't believe they'll catch us down the stretch. Look, um, one more win, I. It would be.
2: I think I know we'll will be looking at the upcoming schedule. Um, but I, I trust Garbminshu played really well against one of the league's better mm. defenses. You know, three hundred and fifty yards passing, two touchdowns, two interceptions. At least one, which wasn't his fault, so yeah,
1: yeah. Look, but look, I suppose let's not over over expend our time on this fixture, Um, and there is plenty other happens around the league. So I suppose moving on, the Los Angeles Chargers are headed to the playoffs for the first time since twenty eighteen, which kind of negates my point earlier episodes that they'll always let you down. But they've made it there somewhat quietly. Um, do we think they could act as AFC dark horses and shock one of the obvious big trees in obviously Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills, and Cincinnati Bengals?
2: Um, yeah, they could do that. I think they got healthy at the right time um, with Mike yeah. Williams and Keenan and Allen coming back.
1: Keenan Allen. Bose is meant to be. Yeah, back Joey Bose like... had
2: to come back yeah. as well. Um Austin Eckler, obviously they're Look. I think the only thing holding back the Chargers is possibly their their OC. Lombardi's play calling has been scrutinized all year. I think that's a big part of why they are They have quietly gotten in there. It's because they've caught a lot of flack. Justin Herbert has been very conservative throwing the football this year. It hasn't been as explosive as, let's say, it it was last year when Shane Steichen was the the OC. Um, But of course, they've crept in to secure a a wild card spot. Um, Is the offense as explosive as Kansas City's? or cincinnati's and is the defense as good as you know buffalo's you know possibly not so i think i think the chargers would need one of those team of destiny type runs where th- everything seems to fall in their favor um
1: yeah for for me they're a bit like the cowboys like i'm not denying the talent i have reservations And I, I especially have reservations about them going on three playoff wins on the road, and that for me is the, is the key. Like they might nick one, but I just, I just don't like. That like, if you want a perfect analogy, it's it's that Colts game. Like that Colts were, a new low, a new low to anyone that watched it or went back and watched highlights, whatever. They should have put thirty on them. They should have put forty on them. To only put twenty. Um, is where I have key concerns I know you're talking about the offence too but yeah I have I've concerns about them um, obviously talent they can probably upset anyone on the day but I just don't see them going on that run too many things have to go right for them to make that run
2: I think it's it's such it's a to a testament to their, to their season where Justin Herbert is regarded as one of the best young quarterbacks but you haven't heard anything about him this year um,
1: um. Just yeah, it's it's. I I would put him in the category of Burrow. I'd, like he's he's for me he's probably the fourth best quarterback in the AFC.
2: Uh, Easily, I, it'd be hard to argue against it. You'd only like to see, maybe the pieces around him. Stay healthy. I know he he was, yeah. he was poorly. During the season as well with the rib injury. So that obviously, you know, affected it. So uh, they, they hit a, a couple of speed bumps in the middle of the season with injuries. And it did really, not derail their season, but any chance of the limelight that, you know, that was going to be, that or that has been shone on the big three you mentioned, Kansas, Buffalo, or Cincy. You know, they took all of it off. Mm. LA um, yes so much criticised on this podcast you might in fact say that maybe we had a part to play in this they, the
1: Walton we, we started beating the drums the Walton out. group heard
2: the, the public clamouring from the Huddle uh, and Stay podcast Nathaniel Hackett fired this puts a stamp on one of the most disappointing seasons in any franchise's history is this season a herald of years of bleakness Denver obviously at the start of the year we said yep drop Russell Wilson in there a Super Bowl contender Um now before anybody goes and calls us out for a bad take fuck you you had that take too
1: (laughs) well I was gonna say we've had plenty, so you can't circle it because we had we're diamond well I'm I'm gonna attack her I'm gonna
2: just take a minute to attack our viewers here if you don't mind no uh and this uh herald of years of bleakness for Denver It's an ugly contract extension they gave him. Um, There was very, there might have been a couple of games where you said, "Okay, he's putting it together," and no, there was no light at the end of the tunnel. He's looked ineffective.
1: It's for me, it's still too early to call. And you might say, "What?" And what I mean by that is, who are they going to get in? Uh, There's rumors of Sean Payton. I don't think Sean Payton's going to touch this job. It's, a, it's a tough
2: sell, this job, now.
1: It's it's a new ownership group. The GM is not a hire from that ownership group. We don't know... If, if you're a coach the calibre of Champagne just sit and, and the right opening will come for you. And he, he, he seems happy enough to do that. He's doing a bit of media work. I, I, if, if I was the Broncos, the, the correct choice for me right now, maybe this is still a bit of Philly bias, but I think it's Frank Reich. Um,
2: yeah, I think... Indianapolis is. I think not Frank Reich would me. be a bridge coach, but I think I think um, that's what Denver needs is to to soak up, to absorb a bit of yeah. time. Nobody's coming in next yeah. year and turning it around.
1: Maybe, like the pieces are all there. The piece, the pieces are all there. You have a. I would say if, if I was never, I would probably move maybe one to two of those defensive pieces because because you've got so many. And I would maybe flip it for a draft pick. You you can't move off Russell Wilson. It's it's a monstrous contract. You can't lose that space in dead cap space. But what we can do is you can you can probably draft a, a project. And you can have him sit behind Russell Wilson. Because at the end of the day, regardless of, I know you read all his reports about how Russell Wilson is an egomaniac now, he still would have some good professional kind of advice for a young rookie quarterback. You've given him loads of time. And then maybe in a year or two, you can look at restructuring that contract and it's less for cap hit. And you might have an about average quarterback and given the weapons they currently have they may not have them at this stage but they currently have you could get someone you could you could develop someone to the level of and I know this is a massive stretch but the level of what Brock Pur- Purdy is producing here isn't look you're not you're never going to be the number one name on the team sheet just do your job and just run the offense yeah it's all we just need. get a and, and you can get there in two years.
2: game manager mm.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm
2: saying. I would be yeah, a little I'm bit a, afraid as a Broncos fan. You said all the pieces are there. I'd say where's the quarterback? Um, look, I think without dragging it out, I think that's the way you need to you need to bring somebody in who can handle Russell Wilson. I think they absolutely need to take a, a lottery ticket project quarterback as well. Every team does it anyway, mm-hmm. but maybe a a higher draft you know mm. round draft pick on a project quarterback for yeah. Denver
1: yeah look and, and look at the end of the day you could just get lucky uh, every, yeah, absolutely. every every couple of years there's a there's a low-round quarterback that ends up yeah like Russell Wilson and the reason aside wins the Super Bowl yeah 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 um, moving on the the Vikings just keep winning um, and in dramatic fashion, they're setting they set an NFL record on Saturday with their eleventh victory in a one-score game. Whom or what do you credit for the fortitude to keep pulling these wins out? Because we have ten years t- of tape on Kirk Cousins, and I don't. <laughs> no, think
2: it's him. I don't think it's him. Um, I think it's a balanced roster. I think we've seen, and I hate that that I keep going back to it, but in Philly, where you've seen Philly win different games, you know, sometimes it's their their offense, sometimes it's their their secondary or their D line that dominate a game. I think the same is with Minnesota, though. Rather than dominating the game, it's just that one unit that might get them over the hump. Ultimately, I think the credit should come down to um, the the coach. Kevin O'Connell, I think mm. if at the very least he's at least motiv- motivating his team, going out there saying we can beat any team, and they look as if they can mm-hmm. beat any team, you just wouldn't be confident in it.
1: Um, no, I, I, I still I still maintain they're a low ceiling side, which is a strange concept to, to have given they. What, have they the second best record in the NFL?
2: Um, certainly the, the NFC, anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, but, they just keep doing it. And we, we discussed it during the previews last week. We were like, well, like, the Vikings have everything sewn up. The Giants are fighting for a playoff connection. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a bit of an upset here. But no, they found a way to dig it. Um, yeah. So for me, I think, he's, he's in someone who's not getting a lot of talk about maybe coach of the year. But, when you compare the records and the fact there's been bugger all roster changes uh, between last season under Zimmer and this, I think, do you know, we could be looking at a coach of the year candidate Yeah, he's, in a rookie season. He's not season. getting the chatter.
2: And I think, yeah, if you look at um, some of the other coach of the year candidates, it's always boosted by, you know, the the maiden season of a coach. And obviously, this is Kevin O'Connell's first Year as a head coach, I'm not sure why he isn't getting the ba- uh, the the chatter. Um. Look, like you said, I can't I can't put it on Kirk, because we've seen him we've seen him lay some absolute eggs. Uh, it's a tough one. I, I would if I was a Vikings fan, I'd wanting to be winning it all this year, because I just I can't see them. You know achieving the same record next year when you've won so many one score games
1: yeah Um I think the luck the luck has to run out like look there is you've obviously got to play well enough to be in the position that luck is
2: yeah look is yeah exactly
1: relevant, relevant. Uh, but it's bizarre right it's bizarre at this stage
2: to Seattle Giono Giono, that's uh, that's my what I call him. Gino. Gino made the Pro Bowl. Congrats, Gino. Um, I didn't have you pegged as a Pro Bowler at the start of the year. But I'm proud of you. But is his redemption story at its end? They're unlikely to make the playoffs. Are the Seahawks. And Gino is an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. What do you think happens with Gino? Is he re-signed by Seattle? Is he signed by another team? Is he going back to the bench? The Seahawks currently have a 27% chance to make the playoffs. It's not looking likely.
1: If I'm in Seattle, I probably hold on to Dino for another year. I think he's earned it. Um... I think as a side, they're running out of steam. I'm not sure I'd pin it all on Gino. No.
2: A lot of it is the defense. Like, geez man. He's, he's had to carry that team early in the season. Mm. Then they sort of got it together. And, and now it's it's him. And of course, mm. Tyler Lockett's out now. So he's only really working with DK, DK and um, Kenny Walker.
1: Yeah, no, Noah Fant hasn't had the impact you would have hoped because he he did do a good job in in Denver with um Tyrod was it Tyrod Taylor who uh, who was the quarterback
2: Drew Lock and, and in Denver like Tyrod. Rod.
1: Mm. So yeah, okay. I I'd roll with you for another year. What have you got to lose? You're still kind of in this kind of mini rebuild. Um, It's not a full rebuild, but I'm rolling for another year. So Um, Seattle
2: has the number three pick, courtesy of the Broncos. I know your answer. You're not picking a quarterback at number three. No. So you're you're signing Gino as your quarterback one, and probably taking one of those big defensive. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah,
2: I don't hate that move. Where Seattle needs the most help is on the defensive side of the football um yeah well we'll see once the draft comes around and everybody raves about the quarterbacks and their value gets inflated we'll see what seattle do um mm. if the seahawks don't resign and we'll look at all the quarterback vacancies in the offseason but you do see him being signed as a starter maybe as a bridge quarterback
1: yeah, but where I suppose is 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 the key key query. Uh, I don't think he's gonna work as well anywhere as he will in Seattle next year. Does that mean Seattle should hold on to him? I I think of the available quarterbacks out there, and I am including what what is likely going to fall third pick at the draft. He's probably the best option. Like, do you, do you pick up Baker? No, probably not going to work as well there. Do you pick up Sam Darnold? Probably not going to work there. Do you pick up Zach Wilson? No, probably not going to work there.
2: I yeah, I think if um, unless of course um, the Seahawks sign Jimmy yeah. G. Or trade for him. <sighs> I think he's going to New York.
1: I think he's going to New York. What
2: about Indy? Would he go to Indy? Another running base team.
1: I think Indy got to be very careful about the next quarterback. They've spent a lot of money and not gotten the correct quarterback yet. And I also think Jeff Saturday is probably gone at, at season's end. As well, well, that's that's um, what I
2: think. Indy have the number five pick. There's a good chance the top quarterbacks are gone by that point. Are they going to look for a bridge quarterback and a bridge
1: coach? Seattle, see, Seattle might trade down. Yeah,
2: they may trade down
1: if they can, if they can get a piece. To five, yeah, you're still
2: within a stone's throw off, on at the top two, you know, um, Will Anderson or Jalen Carter there. it's that wouldn't be a bad move now. In fact, write that down. Write that down. You heard it here first, folks. Seattle trade back to five.
1: Yeah, that, we'll definitely forget that. We, we don't forget, we don't remember what we said last week. We're going to remember this in, in four months' time. Um but look speaking of the Seahawks, they're featured in my next point, so it's a nice little segue. Um the Lions, Seahawks, Giants, and Commanders all lost the weekend. Mm. All four teams are in the hunt for the final two NFC wildcard spots. The Packers are also in the mix. Which two teams win those post season berths and why?
2: Yeah, pretty good week if you're a a Packers fan. Pretty good. I think they still need things to fall their way if they want that last spot. Um,
1: The noise gets bigger if they beat the Vikings on the weekend. The noise gets bigger.
2: Yes, it certainly does. I think if the Giants win versus Indy... This weekend, they're in the playoff spot, and that locks up one of the wild card spots. Then you're kind of it's kind of coming down the, to uh, the Packers, the Lions. I think the the Commanders, those commies, those gummy bastards, they're floating around too.
1: Yeah, but they're starting Wentz the weekend, so that he'll, he'll inevitably throw four picks. This versus game.
2: Cleveland no I trust yeah. Wentz to no I don't I don't trust Wentz <laughs> no, no. Um, okay so look between those sort of um, fringe teams then Um, the Lions Seahawks Commanders obviously the Giants I'm giving the Giants the win it's kind of like having Tom Brady in the playoffs you don't want to face him if Aaron Rodgers gets hot in the playoffs, you don't want to be the team that's that's playing him. Now, do no. I think they're getting hot or do I think a few things have fallen their way? I'm not convinced. The Lions, I still think I'd rather play the Lions than the, the Green Bay Packers.
1: Okay, so who makes it though? But I don't care who you'd rather play. I'm asking who you think makes it out of those
0: two.
2: The Lions are playing Chicago and Green Bay. The Packers are playing Minnesota and Detroit. I'll give it to the Lions. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the Lions will beat Chicago. I think the Packers Nah
1: I'm 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 going Giants and Packers. I'm going Giants and Packers. Always back experience. Always back no, experience. No, I'll go giants and Lions
2: I don't see. I have yeah, no reason well. to believe that. Mm, it's a tough one. Look, I'll, I'll stick with my gut. I'm going with Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell okay. could totally beat up Mike LaFleur. Matt LaFleur. Yeah, but. I-
1: <laughs> yeah, fair. Okay.
2: okay. My dad can beat up your yeah, dad. I know
1: I'm going Giants and backers. Okay. I'm going Giants and backers. I think I think if I had to to back them I think Aaron Rodgers is better than Jared Goff and that's that's the design that I mean. factor
2: I think um, in the next season of Huddle and Stout we will keep track of these wagers and we'll we'll start we might just at yeah. that competitive edge you can be um, might you can be Skip I'll be Shannon
1: yeah betting cases I'm <laughs> I can't afford Skip's uh, Air Jordan collection, no. though.
2: Or to be binning a jersey, a jersey each weekend. Yeah. <laughs> um Are injuries and the GM's firing enough to explain away the Titans' failings this season? Or does a loss to the Texans now call into question Mike Vrabel's coaching capabilities? Because that was a concerning no. loss.
1: Uh, it's a bad season. You're going to have them. Mike Vrabel is an excellent coach. Anyone who thinks otherwise is an idiot. The GM got things very wrong. Um, they should not let should not have let AJ Brown go. Um, and then what they attempted to replace him with, like the ghost of Robert Woods, it was inevitable. I think Tannehill has had an excellent career in Tennessee, but he's he's coming to the end. Uh, he was he was limited, and I think Tennessee got maximum value out of him. Absolutely. Um, because I, I remember what he was like in Miami, and he was not good. So. Yeah, look, I think if you're jumping the ship on Mike Vrabel after one bad season, and it's not been a horrific season, they were in playoff contention. Oh yeah, they were the.
2: I think the first two weeks it was. Colts and Jags because the Titans went 0-2 but I think he Mm. turned around the ship fairly convincingly and he was the favourite going Mm. forward for the next half the season
1: seven weeks yeah Um, I I think I think you know you've got a good coach there Um, I just think you need to the GM obviously not only is under pressure but is now gone so I think getting a good GM is is the next move for that organisation um, I think the I don't think the owners are too bad. It's it's look, Tennessee's a fantastic free agency spot, believe it or not. So I think they'll be okay. I think look they may not make the playoffs this season. But it's okay. It, it it's okay.
2: Yep. It's the NFL does it again. It's all gonna come down to their week eighteen matchup with the Jags. Doesn't matter what mm. happens this week, you know, the Titans could win and the Jags could lose. It's all coming down to the week eighteen. Jags-Titans matchup so that's going to be a good game even if the Titans have been a bit ugly lately and you know the Jags at that stage might only be an 8-8 eight and eight team or a, a yeah an 8-8 eight and eight team so it mightn't be the sexiest of matchups but I always love a good week 18 division decider decider
1: yeah um, the one thing I would say is if I was planted in Tennessee as GM in the morning I would shop Derek Henry around I think so. I think I think you get maximum value from him now because I think he's gonna fall off a cliff shortly. Uh, I don't want to see it, but I think it's gonna happen. We've seen it in patches this season. So whatever hope you have of getting any value from you need to do it this season is what my belief would be. I could be wrong. I've been wrong many times. Yeah, many times this episode. Like, I would
2: imagine. But, uh, I always get the feeling, and rightly so, GMs are always ahead of like the public. Um, and they should be but then again sometimes they seem not to be we've seen some bizarro trades and trades for oft injured players and sometimes it's hopeful you're projecting that they won't get injured and then it's the potential if they're not injured but I think GMs are fairly clued in on running backs their shelf expectancy I think I think peak Derek value would have been last year but it still should be decent this year. And I just mm. don't know what it's going to, what it'll net them. But I do agree. I think yeah, long, short-term success in Tennessee won't include Derrick Henry. Because I don't think it's coming this year. And I don't think it's going to be here next year either. No, no. So um. I'd be looking at two years down the line. And I don't think Der- Derrick Henry is going to be what he is in two years, what he was the mm. last two years.
1: No, unless you you can pick up a phenomenal wide receiver and a and a above league average quarterback. Maybe I don't. Know, maybe Derek Carr could do a job there, but I doubt oh, it. Oh, they should um, trade for AJ Brown, a
2: good young, good young receiver.
1: Yeah, let's not rub salt.
2: Sorry, Tennessee. On, uh, I I like Tennessee as a franchise. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I think they'll be okay, and I think variable is key to them being okay. Because they were in the mire for a long time before Vrabel. let's not forget. But look, moving on. Um, A strong performance against the Commanders and a narrow loss for the Eagles. meant The 49ers jumped to first in the power rankings. That obviously being the NFL power rankings, there's many other power rankings out there. But the official NFL power rankings, the 49ers have jumped to first. I know it's way too early to say this. But you gotta be early in this business, kid. Um, <laughs> is there a growing possibility that QB one week one of next season in San Francisco is Brock Purdy? And unfortunate is the unfortunate Trey Lance running out of time. I'm not saying Brock Purdy is now. That's fair of reincarnated people were asking the same thing
2: when Cooper Rush went three and over the Cowboys. Um, San Fran or I sorry, Dallas fans were were saying. Is Dak finished? Is Cooper Rush the next quarterback?
1: There's a there's a there's a there's a difference. Explain in it to me. Brock Br- Purdy taking over from a quarterback who had two starts in mm. the NFL. Yeah, and someone with the volume tape we have on Dak Prescott. There's a there's a bit of a difference in the reactions there for me. Um, I do think Trey Lance yeah. is is running out of time. Unfortunately.
2: Yeah, and it's sad because it's not really. Any fault of his own, it's it's
1: it's stacked injuries. Um, it, it's, it's probably at the wrong franchise. He's probably at a, a, a like it, well, he wasn't injured in, in year one. Sure,
2: he was. He was, uh, he was sitting one. behind Jimmy G. He came in on sort of yeah. gadgety plays. Um, look, as you say, it probably is too early. I I do subscribe to the fact that I know I was praising GMs. About being ahead of the public. I also think a lot of them subscribe to the sunk cost fallacy and fallacy. they will they they traded a lot of draft capital for Trey Lance based on projections and you know, the, the potential that he may have and I think they'll chase that and maybe rightly so because there's a reason Brock Purdy was drafted where he was and they might be of the opinion that Cooper Rush went um... 4-0, and then lost to the Eagles, and then everybody was out on, on Cooper Rush. And the same might happen to Brock Purdy. So they might be thinking that, yeah, he's he's not just a game manager. We've seen him make good plays. But they might be thinking to themselves, this isn't. This is a backup quarterback. This is a good backup mm. quarterback. You don't know. Um, I'm going to plant my flag that Trey Lance is, if he's healthy, he's quite starting for the the 49ers
1: okay, okay. Um, to flip it on its head do you think there's a there's there's a legitimate opportunity that we've we've a three-way contest for QB1 next season and that Jimmy G is still there <laughs>
2: Um, I'm going to look up Jimmy G's contract very quickly
1: but yeah I do I think I think likes him I think and I think that's why I think Shanahan likes Purdy. I don't I don't think he wants this ultra mobile quarterback and that's why I think Trey Lance is just the wrong franchise. I think the GM may have wanted him, but I don't think the head coach wants him. Hmm
2: Yeah, it's it's weird, it's it's a tough one. It's I think trading for Trey Lance with that Big in event investment was a bit bizarre in the first place, considering his then recent playing experience. Um, yeah. And obviously, it's been worst case scenario since then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Jimmy G is a unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. So, San Fran's gonna have to make a choice. You know, it's it's not a case of let's see who's the best it's do we want to commit to jimmy g to potentially be a starter and then jimmy you know jimmy g's gotta also ask the question himself you know is trey lance in their long-term plans is brock purdy in their long-term plans am i in their long-term plans and if the answer to that is no he might go somewhere where he thinks he might get playing extended playing time maybe indianapolis
1: don't want to see him in Indianapolis I like Jimmy I think I think Jimmy's, Jimmy's good I think Jimmy should just maybe go and be a model be what he's born to do yeah that's what I think but look I digress
2: Zach Wilson collapses not physically just in every other way his yeah. end is nigh while almost certainly finished in New York does he deserve a second chance as a starter or will he have to earn it After a few years on some team's bench. We've got Mike White starting next week. So it's a pretty big uh, denouncement of what the New York Jets brass think of him. Not good.
1: Yeah. Look, he's obviously gone. His time in New York is done. Um, After two years. But you look at who he replaced. Sam Darnold. I know, and I don't think he'll get the big money moves that Sam Darnold got but Sam Darnold very well could lead this Carolina Panthers side to a playoff berth yes right sir um, obviously key, key key fixture at the weekend which I don't believe they're going to win but if they did it's a uh, it's an incredible turnaround Um. But yeah, I think chances are he's gonna find himself being QB two somewhere else.
2: I think so. I think just with the pedigree of being number two overall, a, a team is guaranteed to to trade for him on a very at a very cheap price because New York doesn't want them there, um, but some team will want to stash him as a number two and try and mold him. Um, into
1: I, I just don't think he has the maturity that you're looking for from a QB two. I think he's he's a bit of a clown let's call it a spade a spade he is a bit of a I clown uh, he thinks he's a lot better than he is he's shown incredible immaturity I mean he could he might have to go to Canada for a year and I, and I mean that in the nicest way possible but he might have to go to Canada for a year
2: maybe he'll end up there but look yeah. we've seen him um, Bringing it back to Philly, Brandon Graham, he was a very immature player when drafted and he has aged like a fine wine. The flip side of that is we saw Carson Wentz and while not immature, he certainly had ego issues and issues taking responsibility and accountability and I, I would be inclined to agree that that seems to be more the side of the spectrum that Zach Wilson is on. You know, it's 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 not me, it's maybe the people around me. Um, And I think it's probably harder to change a quarterback's philosophy more so than it would be, you know, getting a defensive player or a skill position player. Mm-hmm. So I, I, if whatever team signs or trades for Zach Wilson, I won't regard it as a foolish move, but I won't regard it as a home run. You know, it's, 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 it's worth trying to, you know, reclaim. Yeah,
1: there's, there's a lot more minutiae. Yeah, of course there is. Maybe Zach Wilson needs needs to go somewhere that's not New York too. Uh, needs to go. The poor man. But I just the don't young know where fella a,
2: needs to be humbled.
1: I just don't know where's a good landing spot From like, Do you bring him in a, in Houston? And no, we don't because he'd be a nightmare to have a young quarterback behind. Carolina couldn't afford him. Small market team Andy like Tennessee. No,
2: so I don't it, see I don't Vrabel see and
1: um, Wilson. I don't I don't see a landing spot from. that's and that's the problem. Vrabel could straighten him out though. Oh, Vrabel would kill him in a row, but I just don't I don't see where it goes. But look Yeah,
2: we've we've hinted at it. I think that, we'll uh, look at all the vacancies and all the quarterbacks we deem as as available in a later episode.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll probably do a Black Monday special. Hey. Um we we'll look at coaching vacancies and we we'll look at um, quarterback vacancies. But look, that's the end of five and goal. Next up, it is the week 17
0: previews. Week 17 preview.
1: Yeah, so me Myself have to take, take, the, <laughs> take the reins. Me has been a fantastic fixture to the season one. Um, but I suppose, yeah, look, uh, Thursday night football. Uh, tomorrow night, um, Cowboys at Titans. Cowboys open up as nine point five point favorites. I think there's a number of reasons for that. The Titans are fading harder and harder offensively. They've been run by the inexperienced Malik Willis. Yeah, I think Cowboys win. I'd like to say they cover the spread. Uh, it is it is it is a high. Spread but I think yeah, look that Titans defense is what did,
2: what did you say you had the spread at nine and a half?
1: Nine and a half points. Yes.
2: Yeah, I I I didn't see it at nine and a half. I saw it as ten. I've now got eleven points. This is live. Oh. live points. Oh. Um I think there's been suggestions that Tennessee might rest a lot of their players given that this game is essentially meaningless to their playoff chances. They want their players fresh for the following week versus Jacksonville and um, look the Cowboys are a team and their defense is a team that can beat up on bad teams absolutely like gob them up and get turnover points on them we saw them get turnovers off a good Philly offense 11 points is a lot but um, I don't expect Derrick Henry to get much run this game I would imagine they protect Burks considering he's had a few injuries so I'm going to take the th- cowboys and the points lay those points fair. fair um the cardinals are going to the falcons in atlanta Um, the falcons are three and a half point favorites just want to preface this by saying tremendous respect and congratulations to a uh, jj watt who is announced his retirement um at the end of the season is it official i think he announced it, it himself official? didn't he he hinted at it. Well, it seems likely that it will happen. Yeah. If it is, if it is his final um
1: final I'm Yeah, sure.
2: to me that's a bit of an indictment of what's going on in Arizona. A lot of swirling and rumors going on with their um their their GM and what's gonna happen to Cliff. But anyway, I digress, let's get back to this fixture. The Falcons as three and a half point favourites. The Cardinals will likely meet, be starting Trace McSorley. So just give me the Falcons. <laughs> That's
1: all I get Don't ask me to recap. No. But, uh, yeah, fair enough. Moving on. Uh, Saints at Eagles. Eagles I have is open up as seven point favourites. Um. Look, the, the Saints, I suppose, have refused to go away this season. Um, but they might not have a choice this week, uh, to be fair. Hertz uh, is obviously lobbying to return. But we'd be smart to, to, to go again with Gardner. I think he'll deliver. I just don't think he'll cover that point spread. I think he's poised for... I think QB2s tend to... I've no statistics to back this up it's it's just an analogy from kind of life experience and anecdotal but i do think QB2 and you do have
2: so much life experience
1: tend to struggle in week two and i think we might struggle uh we're also down lane johnson so i think the eagles will win but i don't have to cover that seven point spread
2: yeah i think um if the eagles are gonna win here it's it's gonna it's Oops. gonna come down to coaching Unfortunately for the Eagles, Dennis Allen, and I think if you ask Saints fans, they'll back me up here. Dennis Allen has not been encouraging as a coach. Um, What's even puzzling is that he's expected back next year as the the head coach. Um, No, I don't think Philly covers the spread here. I do think they'll win. Um, If it was up to me, I would also be starting Gardner Minshew. I think... I think he can get the win here, and you just you want yeah. Jalen tip top going into those playoffs, and if need be, you can play him versus New York. Um, Fair. Who may be resting their starters in Week 18 because they may have already clinched thereby? Yeah, give me the Saints plus the points. Fair. And um, the Bears travel to. Detroit Um, the Lions are six point favorites yeah I'm gonna there's very little to be said Chicago obviously we've seen the resurgence or the the surge of Justin Fields this season he's he's become a bona fide star in the league but he's got nobody to, to help him out so I'm gonna take the Lions here
1: Fair. um AFC South matchup um Texans Jags. Jags only open up as four point favourites in this, which I think is, is Again, small. I think
2: it's it's to do with um, the fact that they may be resting starters because
1: I don't think they're going to. Um I don't think Jacksonville want to lose momentum yet. No. It's be a fourth straight. I agree.
2: Three. That's that's the only I'd be of the opinion if I'm Dougie, I'm playing by starters for the first half. And maybe, depending on game feel, maybe pulling them middle of the third, end of the third, something like that.
1: Yeah. Um, but there might be a sneaky bet for that reason to, to, to cover that spread. Um, depending on how you feel. But yeah, I think I think the Jags are going to win this. I think they're going to cover the spread. I think it screams 27-20. The Texans do like to play.
2: Yeah, I, I, I still think even if the Jags do... Yeah, just give me the Jags. I don't. I can't explain it. The Houston Texans have been tough to explain this year. Anyway, the Broncos travel to Kansas. Um, the Chiefs are twelve and a half point favorites. This is going to be. I've,
1: a thirteen and a half. But yeah, you, you said yours are live. Um,
2: yeah, look, think, the good Lord, that a uh, Kansas are in this matchup because of the, otherwise, any other game. Any game with Denver threatens to be a dull affair. Twelve and a half points is is yeah. a lot, but I can't take the Broncos. They're just a filthy team, Absolutely dog water man.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not arguing. Um, I just yeah, yeah, no, no Sorry, Denver fans. They're less said about the Broncos. Sorry. You know it's been a year. If you need us to tell you it's been a bad year, then you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> Next up, the Dolphins at the Patriots. Dolphins open up favourites, but the smallest margin of them is a point favourites. Um, You've got Dolphins as which point Which I think favorites. is wild. Yeah, which I think is wild, considering they've lost four consecutive games. I think... And them may be struggling to be faith. I think
2: I've got... Um, the Patriots as three point favourites. I think it's come out now that Tua has suffered his third concussion of the year in the game gone by and I'd say he's unlikely to play.
1: Yeah, fair. If I'm the um, Dolphins Yeah I, well I was if
2: I'm the Dolphins, I'm sitting Tua for the rest of the year. That's his third concussion this year, man. That is
1: I think if Tua sits for the end of the year, his time in Miami is done. And I think that's that. the difference is no one is going to be pushing harder for Tua to play than Tua himself. Because he knows, he's, he's struggled. He knows.
2: That is, it's, what he's a situation. Look he's, he's not a good in big what spots. What a situation though for him. If he now
1: becomes a guy who goes missing, I think he, he's a bright chap. He knows his time is done. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if he plays. And if he plays, it's probably not in the Miami organization. It's probably in himself. Um, but it's 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 a scary time as a as a fan of the game Um obviously you want him to be fit and healthy when football ends but i can see him pushing the play and if he does let's pray to god there's no further concussions. So if i'm miami i'm not playing
2: on. him like I, i'd refuse yeah um obviously from my viewpoint it's it's player safety they might do it to avoid negative press and you know, that shit storm that threatened to befall them earlier on in the season. But um mm. three concussions yeah. in I don't know what twelve weeks, pretty bad.
1: Yeah, give or take
2: give or take, yeah. Um the Colts travel to New York um and the Giants are six point favourites. Very little to be said about the Colts team, even with BDN you know, at the helm, they weren't very inspiring. Um, so I'm going to have to take the Giants they looked good against the Vikings they looked like a, a capable team Brian Dable has me quaking in my boots obviously not if we face them this year but for years to come Brian Dable looks to have them on the right uh, the right track
1: mm. Mm. yeah no arguments here we, we've talked at nauseam I think he's probably coach of the year given the roster probably his coach of the year if they make the playoffs, he probably be his coach of the year.
2: I don't think he'll get it, but I think he might get error.
1: Oh, he might get error money. I think, he, I think he almost has ours. I'm telling you, most beloved big guy in Brooklyn since Biggie Smalls. It's
2: a fact. Fact. Yeah.
1: Fact. Uh, moving on. Panthers at Books. Books open up as uh, street point favourites, I have. Uh yeah. Um, panthers in order to win the nfc south need to go back to back with robin road wins first at tampa and then new orleans that's right the books conceal the division title by just winning this game at home caroline is inconsistent um yeah tom brady i think tom's gonna do it but there's a part of me there's the the anarchist in me wants to to rule a Panthers upset here.
2: Yeah, just given the feel around each of the teams recently, um, my head is kind of telling me to pick the Panthers here for the upset because Tom Brady and co. hasn't looked good. But just knowing what the Panthers have been this season, it's telling me to, that this could be a blowout, that we see Tom look like Tom for maybe this game. Only this season. Um, I'd like to take the Panthers plus three. But for just some inexplicable reason, I'm going to take the the Bucks minus the points. Um, The Browns travel to Washington to face the Commanders. Uh, The Commanders are two-point favorites. We saw the Browns fall to the Saints last week and we saw the Commies fell to the 49ers last week as well. Um I think the Washington Commanders absolutely need this win to keep any playoff hopes alive. Cleveland are eliminated. Just on that alone, I think I do I'm going to give Washington the win and two spreads it's narrow. I'll I'll give them the cover here as well.
1: I I I'd have Cleveland as my upset of the week. Um, I really would. Um, the difference in Cleveland and other sides that have been mathematical, I mean, is Cleveland has more to play for. They need to make sure that Deshaun is is good to go next season. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them play it hard. And it's my upset of the week, I don't week. know. I just I, the commanders.
2: I'd be on the the opposite side of that f- uh, fence. I can't see the players seeing what Deshaun is like you know, the tail end of this year and mustering up that motivation to play hard for him. I can see the effort trailing off this season and then renewing for a full season, you know, with all the off-season um, and training and training camps. Okay. Um, I, I do see your point, but I just... I no, look, it's
1: yeah. fair Kevin enough. I, playing for his job. I'm
2: just on the opposite side. I, I do think the Commanders will win.
1: Yeah, yeah fair. Um now look that that was my upside of the week if you want my lock of the week um, 49ers over the Raiders who are now mathematically eliminated courtesy of that Chargers victory on Monday I had the 49ers as just 5 point favourites I've got them as I 10 point favourites yeah. so that's we we have wildly different. yeah
2: you um, you uh, filibuster there and I'll see if there's any uh, news announcements that may have
1: affected that point spread yeah I can't uh Yeah, I mean, they haven't lost since they lost to the Chiefs in week seven. I think Derek Carr's time in Las Vegas is coming to
2: an end. Yeah. Uh, Raiders bench Derek Carr. Jarrett Stidham. Ah. Jarrett Stidham. They finished the season. Um, There's your five-point swing.
1: I nearly backed him at a ten-point spring, uh, to be fair. But, uh, yeah, that's... uh, so I think Kyle Shannon versus Josh McDonald's as well. Um, no, look, I think the 49ers are going to dump the Raiders. Maybe we wouldn't back from the 10 point spread, but look, moving on. Moving on.
2: Uh, the New York Jets travel to Seattle to play at uh, the Seahawks. Um, the Jets are 1.5 point favorites, road favorites. But Sasquatch, Geno Smith is 2 0 in revenge games this season
1: so um yeah and long may it continue long may it continue. i'm
2: i'm gonna take this Gino. the seahawks here um yeah do you know for a win i think look mike white back at the jets absolutely gives me pause it's a in some way a capable quarterback and a decent defense a good defense um in fact probably one of the better defenses this year yeah. But yeah, I... Um, so I, I, think I think at home... Incredible defense. I think Gino will pull it out of the bag. No disrespect to the Jets. Great bunch of lads.
1: <laughs> Great bunch of lads. Um, yeah. Next up, NFC North matchup. Vikings at Packers. This may have changed. I know there, there has been kind of... The Watson... Is, is Watson going to probably miss this, this week? But The Packers I have as three-point favourites at home. Yep. Um... It has changed
2: no sorry so
1: I have, have 3.5 point favourites Packers yeah fair fair. I thought, thought the Watson injury might have changed that but look maybe he's doubtful as opposed to out Um, yeah look I actually think I think the, the Packers are going to win this one in Lambeau um, and then it's going to set them up nicely for a week 18 fixture against the Lions I think partly because I want that I want a few of these do or die fixtures uh, in week week eighteen, and um, partly because I think the Vikings have nothing to play for anymore. Um, it's just about keeping healthy between now and the playoffs. So that's my that's what my top process is. So I think Packers and they'll cover that spread. Um, yeah, I I think
2: the Packers could win. I do. I would like to see that um, Green Bay Detroit matchup in week eighteen for the for a playoff spot. I think this might be one of the one-score games that the Vikings don't come out on top of. I think that's how Mm. this game goes. So I'm going to take the Vikings, but plus the three-and-a-half.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. If a last-minute field goal. Um, The Rams, fresh off their most dominant win of the season, travel to the Chargers in Los Angeles. Chargers are six and a half point favorites. Um. Yeah. That win, the Rams had says more about the Colts than it does that. the Rams. So I'm going to take the Chargers here. Well, it's the Broncos even. Um. Yes, yeah, sorry. Um. I'm going to take the Chargers here, six and a half
1: points. Yeah, give me that. Um. Yeah, moving on. Steelers at Ravens on Sunday night football. The Ravens are. Yeah, Ravens are back, fully, kind of grinding out those wins. Um. Yeah, I think the Ravens are three and a half point favorites. So I think the Ravens will win. I just don't think they'll cover that spread. I think. Kenny Pickett is is game for kind of a a gritty duel, I think it's fair to say, with Tyler Huntley. Um, That kind of run-heavy offense, the Ravens. Yeah, look, an absolute bruiser. I think it might be a brutal game to watch. Um, Ravens to win, but not cover the spread.
2: Yeah, the Ravens have got their um, playoff position clinched. I just The pace that the Bengals are on, I don't see them taken the division so i think they're going to be playing a conservative so that they're at least healthy in the the playoffs of course that never is never how it goes um the steelers to keep any playoff hopes are alive they need to win obviously and a lot of other things to go their way hmm, it's a tough one divisional game give me a, a, a steelers upset here that means very little to the ravens and then, Monday night football, the Buffalo Bills travel to the Cincy Bengals. Just one of a number of candidates for game of the year. But certainly this week's premier matchup. Um, the Bills are one-point road favourites. Um, look, two top-tier teams. For me, it's... a. Uh, it's a a coin flip on who will win the game. So, I'm just going to simply go with home field advantage. Give me Joey Burrow at home. Plus a point. Absolutely fair. Fair. And that's it. There you have it. That's
1: all she wrote. That's all she wrote. That's folks. She uh thanks very much. That's us for taking the time out of your like week off and um, to tune in and um, we hope you enjoyed it we certainly enjoyed having you but that's all from me
2: yeah i hope everybody's had a good holidays time off festive christmas festive. kwanzaa hanukkah um, and that's all from me thank you
1: and some people in the end zone right Joe? That's exactly
0: right. I mean Get there's nobody there.
1: inside the 10. Get back here. Here it is. The season's on the line.
2: Two receivers left and right. McCown takes the snap. He steps
1: up. He's all by himself. Fires into the end zone. Caught!
0: Touchdown! No! No! The Cardinals have knocked the Vikings out of the playoffs!